Do you consider yourself a high achiever? Smart, driven, highly successful? I am so excited to have you. My name is Julia Arndt and I'm the host of the Stress Podcast. I will help you develop your stress resilience the same way you've developed your workplace superpowers. Learn peak performance tools to thrive at work and in your personal life. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to Stressed, the podcast to develop your next workplace superpower. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm the host of this podcast, and I'm really excited to be here today. It's been a while that I've sent you a personal note, and I really hope that over the last couple of weeks, you have been enjoying the podcast episodes and the YouTube videos that I shared with you. Today, I wanted to send you off into 2021 with a special announcement and of course with one of the last podcast episodes of this year. First of all, today I want to share with you how to finish the year strong because I know that many of you might be feeling pretty overwhelmed and stressed at the moment. So I really hope that the tips that I'm sharing in today's video and in today's podcast episode are relevant for you. And at the same time, I wanted to share with you some really special, really important news that are really, really important for me because as some of you might know, I ran my first research study in May 2020 on the peak performance method and the effects of the peak performance method on stress, anxiety, depression, productivity and mindset. And finally, we were able to put all of the results together in November and we were able to share those findings together, of course, with the two researchers from BrainTap and the results were absolutely incredible. We saw huge, huge differences in stress levels and depression and anxiety levels, around 60 to 80% of improvement after going through the 10-week peak performance method program. And we also saw a tremendous improvement in mindset and productivity around 25 to 45% in those areas, which are super, super exciting, right? The first research study was really just a small pilot. We ran this pilot together with 20 participants and we had 12 people that finished from start to finish. As you can imagine, we were working with professionals and a lot of them have pretty busy lives. So we were able to collect all of the different insights that we needed in order to do this analysis. Now, in January 2021, we are planning to go into the next, into the second round of the research because not only do we want to, of course, collect more data points in order to make the study statistically significant, but we also obviously improved the study. We learned a lot of different things. I got a lot of feedback on the peak performance method, on the exercises, on the tools that I've been teaching. And so I am really, really excited to let you know that we have officially opened recruitment for the second round of research. So now you are able to participate in the peak performance method starting on January 11th. It is a completely self-paced program, which means that every week you are going to get a new learning module released and you will have access to the BrainTap audios as well, which a lot of participants were really, really excited about. And you can find more information, obviously, on my website as well. So I want to invite you to join us. This is your chance to start 2021 with really a bang and to level up and to start to make these changes in your life that you have been wanting to have for so, so many years, maybe. 
because we know today that the peak performance method and investing intensively 10 weeks on your own personal development makes a huge difference. So if you want to be part of the peak performance method program in January with BrainTap, I would love to have you. So send me an email if you have more questions or go over to my website, peakperformancemethod.com. And that's all I wanted to share with you today. So enjoy the episode, enjoy the last couple of weeks of 2020. And I am really, really excited to see you as well in 2021. Thank you so much for all of your trust and for your patience with me learning how to do all of these different things, the podcast, the videos, the programs. I am certainly super, super grateful for every single one of you. Thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you very soon. Bye-bye. If you are a peak performer and you're wondering how to finish the year strong, then I'm really glad that you're watching this video today. In today's video, I want to share five tips with you on how you can feel accomplished and successful at the end of 2020. So let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to my YouTube channel. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm a peak performance coach and stress management trainer. I am really excited that you're watching this video today because you are curious to know on how you can finish the year strong. And I want to jump with you right into the first tip because I know that you are short on time and you want to know what can I do in order to feel accomplished and successful at the end of the year. And the first tip is to be really crystal clear on your top two to three priorities that you feel like you really need to get done before the end of the year in order to feel accomplished. This can sometimes be not so easy because you might have a list of 565 different to-dos, but at the end of the year, we need to prioritize specifically at the end of the year, right? Because there are things that need to get done before the end of the year and there are things that you can probably move into the next year as well. So the first important tip is to sit down and to really reflect what are the things that I really need to get done? And what can be helpful when you're doing this exercise is that you're also having a conversation, for example, with your manager in order to check that you both have the same expectations. Because oftentimes we feel like there are so many expectations on us, but oftentimes it's the expectations that we create for ourselves. And when you have a lot of different invitations and meetings and emails that are floating in on a day-to-day -day basis, it is really important that you have your plan and you know what you should say yes to and what you should say no to. And that brings me to the second tip that I want to share with you today, which is it is really important to be also equally clear on your top three to five stakeholders. So if you're watching this video right now, don't just do this in your head. Take a little piece of paper and a pen and write down who are actually the people that you should be responding to over the next six to eight weeks before the end of this year. This can be a really powerful exercise because I know that you're receiving a lot of meeting invitations or maybe even other invitations like dinner invitations, um, things that you do in order to be social, um, but at the same time, of course, as well, different email requests and things like that. And if you are really clear on your top stakeholders, again, you make sure that you're starting to set boundaries and you're really clear on what you actually need to get done. And... If a person is reaching out to you that might not be on that list, then it might be a little bit easier for you for the next six weeks at least to say, I'm really, really sorry, but I cannot 
meet you right now because of XYZ. And you know, it can be really helpful in this regard, for example, to have a template ready that you can just send out. And I always highly encourage you to have something personal in that email. So let's say, for example, that you are saying in a really nice way that you're trying to focus on your top priorities until the end of the year and that unfortunately you do not have time at the moment in order to help them. But you don't want to leave them hanging. So ask them for a brief description of what you're looking to get from them and that you are happy to guide them in the right direction. All right. So super, super simple. Number two, write a list of your top three to five stakeholders. Now that you have your top two to three priorities and you have your stakeholder list, then it is really important that you're looking at your calendar and you ask yourself the question, the things that you just wrote down, are those reflected by the calendar invites or the calendar meetings or the calendar entries that you have on your calendar? And oftentimes the answer is mixed. There are probably things on your calendar that are reflecting your priorities and stakeholders. And there's probably equally as many things on your calendar that do not really reflect your priorities and stakeholders. And this is where a big task is coming your way because you need to start and set boundaries. You need to start to say no to certain things or maybe you need to even cancel or postpone certain things that are not in line with your priorities and your stakeholders. This might be something that feels a little bit uncomfortable to do at the beginning and if you need a little bit more help on how to set boundaries make sure to check out the video on my YouTube channel that is on how to set boundaries. The fourth tip that I want to share with you is then to communicate. So now that you're really clear on what it is that you need to get done, what it is that you need to say no to, then you need to start communicating it. Don't just cancel the events on your calendar without saying anything because people might take it personally, even though they shouldn't. But we are all human beings. We are all nice and we all know that there might be certain reactions that we're triggering in other people. So it is really, really important that you're communicating and that you're doing that with a little bit of vulnerability. So I shared that already with you when we talked about your stakeholder list in the tip number two. But it is really, really powerful to actually use some personal reason why you are saying no and to do it in a really smart and sweet way. So like, for example, as I told you before, you could write an email template that you can use over the next couple of weeks that really simply says, hey, I am really, really busy right now with holiday stress and I'm trying to finish some of my most important projects. I am really sorry, but I cannot make time for, for example, this meeting. Is there something that I can help you with? Can you give me some more details? Maybe I can guide you in the right direction. Maybe we can move this meeting into the new year. And I promise you, every single person will understand that because we are all human beings and we all can relate. And when we're starting to bring a little bit of really ourselves into these emails, then people will be amazed. I am teaching these strategies in my workshops all the time and I oftentimes get the same reaction which is I wish I would get an email like that because I would totally understand if a person would come like this to me and tell me what's really going on, right? Because if we have full transparency, if we have all of the information, then it is a lot easier to move forward and not take things personally, not make any assumptions and not make each other's lives more difficult than it already is. So communication is really important and I highly encourage you to practice that.
And the final tip that I want to share with you today on how to finish the year strong is going to be a little bit counterproductive for your peak performer mind, but I want you to remember that you need to take regular breaks in order to recharge yourself. Because especially at the end of the year, this time can get super, super stressful and we might forget that it is super, super important as well to take breaks in order to stay focused and productive. And there's a really interesting study that came out last year that says the 10% most productive employees in a company work on average 53 minutes before they take a 17-minute long break. 17 minutes, it's a pretty long time, but they have learned that that if they really disconnect for a couple of minutes and they recharge themselves, they will stay productive for longer or they get more work done in a shorter period of time. And that is why I have created peak performance habits. This is really, really important, taking breaks. And when you think about taking breaks, just think about what would bring you pleasure. What would be something that really helps you to recharge your energy levels, no matter if it is closing your eyes for a brief minute or to walk outside and get some fresh air or to lay down and take a nap, or to watch maybe a couple of funny YouTube videos to completely disconnect. But I would really highly encourage you to move your body or to completely relax your body instead of continuing to look at the screen, because that's probably what you're already doing for most of the day anyway. And if you need more tips on how to manage stress at work during holiday season, I have a video on that on my YouTube channel as well. So five super, super simple steps on how you can finish the year strong. Let me summarize it super, super quickly for you. Number one, create a list of your top two to three priorities. Number two, create a list of your top three to five stakeholders. Number three, make sure that these two first parts are reflected on your calendar. Number four, especially if they are not reflected, make sure that you communicate and that you say no to the things that are not really important for you and that are not in line with your priorities. And number five, take regular breaks. That's all I wanted to share with you today. If you found this video helpful, give me a thumbs up. I always really appreciate that. And if you have any further questions, you can of course always leave me a comment down below as well. So thank you so much for watching this video today and I really hope to see you in the next one.